Welcome back to The Bookie Corner, a podcast about the books I read and what I have to say about them. I'm Carolina, your hostess, and I love talking about books so much, I decided to dedicate an entire podcast to it. As a heads up, there will most likely be spoilers in these episodes, so be aware of that if you haven't read the book I am discussing. Let's jump right into it. Hey there, bookworms. Thank you for joining me today on another episode of The Bookie Corner. I'm Carolina, and I love Bob's Burgers. Took me a while to get into the show, but once I paid attention and I realized how brilliant it is, I fell in love with it. My favorite character is probably Luis, with Tina as a very, very, very close second. Today I wanted to talk about a book that is very much loved by a lot of bookworms out there, and that is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. As far as the Harry Potter series goes... The first book is not necessarily my favorite in the bunch, but this is where it all started for all of us HP fans. I admit that I am a huge fan, so this review slash book talk will be super biased. I think the coolest thing about this book is just that sense of wonder. With Harry finding out that he's a wizard and all the magical things he gets to do once he learns that, going to Diagon Alley, buying all of his supplies and all of the books and all of the things... I remember when I found out about the Harry Potter series, I was about 15, and I remember seeing a kid on the school bus as we were heading home from school reading the first Harry Potter book, and I was reading something different. I can't even remember what I was reading, but he asked, like, what are you reading? And I told him what it was, and then I asked him what he was reading, and he said, oh, I'm reading Harry Potter, and I was like, eh, I I don't like that kind of stuff. You know how teenagers do. And he was like, you don't like it? It's about a boy wizard. And I remember at that time thinking like, it's about a boy wizard. I didn't even know what it was about. And I was already being annoying about it. But when I was about 17, I graduated high school. And I went to my cousin's house, who is much, much older than I am. So I always consider her like my aunt because of it. She had daughters that were my age. And one of her daughters had the first four Harry Potter books in a case under her bed. Like she was obsessed with the Harry Potter series. And at that time, there were only four books out. And I remember that I one day was bored and I was like, I'm out of school. I'm not doing anything. I am not working at the moment. I lived in Dominican Republic at this time too, which is so crazy that I found out about Harry Potter when I was in the Dominican Republic, where before I was in the States and I wanted nothing to do with it. Hey, editing Carolina here. I just wanted to clarify in this little section over here that the reason why I found it so crazy that I got into the Harry Potter books in the Dominican Republic as opposed to the States is because of how much easier it was to get them in the States. In the DR, you have to buy these books and they're extremely expensive. Whereas in the States, I could have gone to the library and picked them up. So that's why I made that comment. I just wanted to make that clear just in case you were wondering. I picked it up and I read the first book in one sitting. I took it home from my cousin's house and I sat in my bed and I read until there was no more book left. And I remember just feeling absolutely obsessed with the series. I just could not wait to find out more. So that next day I went back and I returned the book and I grabbed the second one and I read it in one sitting again, went back the next day and got the third one, and then went back the day after that and got the fourth one. And I had to wait a year at least to read the fifth one because I, they were not all out at the time. So I had to be patient about it. And it was just excruciating, which is probably why I don't really read books that where the entire series isn't out because I am way too impatient. I need to know what happens next. 
But anyway, so I absolutely fell in love with the series at that time. I remember reading when Harry gets his letter from Hogwarts and he reads that he has been accepted into Hogwarts and then he finds out what Hogwarts is through Hagrid, who is the one that has to give it to him because the Dursleys didn't want him to find out that he was a wizard. And just reading this letter and being like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And then reading the lists of all of the things that he needed for his classes and all of these books and these things that I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I had all of these in my life. And then going through to Diagon Alley and finding out all about the world through the eyes of someone who did not know about the world as well. And it was just so cute and so sweet. And even though I was 17 and we were reading about an 11 year old, I was completely immersed in it. I just couldn't, I couldn't believe just how much I loved it. And to this day, I still do. Also, reading through it again allowed me to see just how much of the big arching plot is already visible in the first book, which is a testament to J.K. Rowling and her planning strategies and like her outline and all of that stuff. I think she is brilliant. I just love the world itself. Harry has a pretty crappy life. He's treated pretty badly, like shockingly bad uh, by his family. So he lives with his aunt and uncle, Mr. and Mrs. Dursley, uh, who are very much aware of the fact that Harry was most likely going to inherit his parents' talent with magic and they refuse to acknowledge it. They're the kind of people, there's a really cool parallel between Petunia and Vernon and real life, kind of where um, they're afraid of what they don't know. And especially Vernon. And I think, honestly, Vernon is really abusive towards Petunia. I know Petunia is not the best. I know she, I don't like her as a character. I think she's awful. But I think Vernon is the one that calls the shots there because he is the one that gets mad at her for really minor things. And and I, I fully believe that that's what it is. I don't think J.K. Rowling has ever confirmed anything of the sort, but reading back on the first book and kind of making notes on Vernon's behavior and the way he calls the shots and, and runs the household I fully believe that he is extremely abusive with Petunia as well. So in the case of Petunia, we know that she doesn't want Harry to find out what he is, that he is a wizard and that his parents were killed by Lord Voldemort because she was really jealous of Lily. And we know this because later in the series, you find out that that's what happened. I think it's in book seven that you finally find out the real reason behind Petunia's anger and her just that saltiness that she carried her entire life towards Lily. And it's because she wanted what Lily had. And it was that magic. Another thing that I absolutely love about these books is the dynamics of the Weasley family. They are so cool. Molly is my girl. And anyone that knows me knows I love Ginny. She, once she becomes more active in the series, she is just a little rock star. She's, Ginny is not really a big part of the first book, but later she becomes a little, just, she's a rock star. She's amazing. I love her character. I think that J.K. Rowling did a really good job developing her later. I wish that she had developed her, developed her more in the beginning, but it's okay. It, it's fine. She had to build this big old plot. And I understand that she had to put effort into the main, main characters of the story, but I just absolutely adore Ginny. Usually, if you know me, I like secondary characters more than I like protagonists most of the time. It's pretty crazy, but that's just the way it is. The twins are also so funny and they're so nice to Harry from the start. I think the beauty of this family is how accepting of Harry they are, no matter what the celebrity status. Everybody sees Harry as just this celebrity kid because 
he survived uh, the killing curse that nobody has ever survived. And they treat him a little bit differently because of this. Like a lot of people mock him because of it, the chosen one. And then there's the boy who lived and all of this stuff. He has all of these labels placed on him. And the Weasleys don't care about that. They don't care. They just accept him because he is a kid who needs a family on his side, who needs to be cared for. And that's all they do. And Molly just takes that role of mother that Harry has not had up until then. She takes it so seriously and it is just so sweet. I love that so much. He he doesn't have that from his own flesh and blood. So seeing them adopt Harry like that is really heartwarming. From the start, Ron is really funny and it only gets better from there as the series goes on. And I just, I love how loyal he is. Even though he's not perfect in his loyalty to Harry, he's still such a loyal friend and I love that in him. He's a perfect representation of a Hufflepuff and we all know that. I also love, I adore Hermione because of how intelligent and awkward she is. She's such a flawed character, but in such a good way. I like that every character is flawed in this series because it makes it more realistic. And I know, I know, I know you're going to say that, oh my gosh, it is a fantasy series. What is it with the realism in it? But hear me out. Like you have to have some sort of realism in it. If it's too fantastic, then you can't relate to the characters. And I think that's what's awesome about Harry Potter is that you can relate to the characters somehow. Again, I think my favorite part is the sense of wonder. It's perfect for the first book in a series that deals with the kind of themes that Harry Potter talks about. I think that she starts very simple and then it progressively gets a little bit darker and I think that's really cool because a lot of people grew up with these books. I didn't grow up with them. I discovered them a little bit later in life but I still appreciate just how progressively worse things get before they get better. There are a few things I wish were a little bit different like for example the inclusivity. That's a big deal to me in literature and I know that J.K. Rowling has come out and she said that she never specified Hermione's skin color skin color on purpose but I just wish it was more explicit instead of letting the reader decide because the standard in reading and writing literature is mostly white unless the author is clear in what the character's skin color or sexual orientation is and I just wish it was there was more of that in the story like more maybe religious backgrounds and all of that stuff but that said I love this series so much even though there are elements of it that I don't like it's the same with every book that I read. Just because I focus on positivity in my reviews, it doesn't mean I love everything about a book. It just means I'd rather think of the good things over the bad. Anyway, so if you haven't picked up Harry Potter, I would definitely recommend it just because it's just such a rich story and it's such a rich world that J.K. Rowling has created. If you have read it, go read it again. I read it all the time. I read the entire series or I listen to it on Audible because it's just, it's so good. Like, I just can't get enough of it. Um, it it's just amazing how much you pick up the second time or the third or the fourth time you read it that you hadn't before. There's always something new that you can pick up on. That's also one thing that I really love about the fandom is all of the headcanons and how this world that J.K. Rowling created is so vast that there's just so much story that anyone could tell. You can write stories all day long. There is some really good fan fiction as well. There is some fan fiction that I that leave me wondering what the heck is happening in the heads of some people, <laughs> but there are also some really great ones. All right, guys, here is where I'm going to end today's episode. Have you read Harry Potter? What do you think? Do you agree with what I have to say or do you disagree? I would love to hear what you have to say about it. You know where to find me in social media. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in, Bookworms. If you like what you heard today, tell a friend about this podcast, leave a rating or a review, and join the conversation on social media. I am The Bookie Corner on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I'd love to know about something that you love. My name is Carolina, and I will talk to you next time.